Hello, and welcome to Two Book Minimum, where books don't have to be new to be new to you. I'm Monica Fumarillo. In recent years, I've been more consciously keeping track of not just the books I read, but the people who write them and where those books are from. Despite the fact that I read over 100 books per year, I no longer necessarily consider myself a well-read person. Why? because the vast majority of the books I read are written by straight white women. Women like me. George R. R. Martin once wrote that a reader lives a thousand lives before he dies, the man who never reads lives only one, and the lives I've been reading look a lot like my own. If books are able to transport us, well, I'm not going very far. According to the New York Times, in 2018, 89% of books published in the U.S. were written by white authors. And according to the University of Rochester, only about 3% of books published in the states were translated works from other countries. I had a hunch the numbers would be staggering, but even this caught me by surprise. As a result, at my middle school, I've been building a read-around-the-world collection, trying to get as many authors from other countries and translated books as I can to introduce my students to a wider range of perspectives and realities. I've also been incredibly intentional in doing frequent diversity audits of our entire collection. It's slow-moving work, but necessary. All of this is an incredibly long-winded way of introducing the books I'll be sharing in this episode. I'll be talking about Maeve Higgins' collection of essays, Maeve in America, but first up is The Wild Book by Juan Valoro. First published in Mexico in 2008, the English translation of The Wild Book came out in the United States in 2017. In this magical middle school age tale, 13-year-old Juan is not at all happy about the change in his summer vacation plans. Instead of being home with his friends, his parents are separating and he is being sent to stay with Uncle Tito, who is a bit of an oddball and whose home is actually a massive library. But it doesn't take long for Uncle Tito to let Juan in on a secret. The library is actually magical, the books having minds of their own, and there's reason to believe Juan is just the person to finally find the mysterious wild book, which hides in the stacks and has never been read by anyone before. Together with his new friend Catalina, Juan's summer just got a lot more interesting. This book is a prime example to me of why it's so important to consider the road less traveled, and by that I mean books that aren't necessarily on the bestseller list week after week, year after year. This book has sold over 1 million copies worldwide in Spanish, and yet I only stumbled upon it in my public library's shelves by accident. Thirteen is a precarious age to write about, right on the knife's edge of childhood and adolescence, and Valoro navigates those waters wonderfully. There's just enough fantasy and a healthy dose of skepticism of the situation to keep Juan's predicament believable yet magical. The feelings Juan is going through were on point for this period in life, and I could absolutely envision any 6th or 7th grade fantasy lover at my school reading this. It's also important to note that while the story takes place in Mexico, everything about this story was universal. Thank goodness for translators, because this would have been a bummer to miss out on. If you work in a middle school, make sure you have a copy of this one on your shelves. Maeve in America by Maeve Higgins is admittedly much more like the books I usually read. 
published in 2018 by Penguin. This is a collection of essays by a straight white woman. But I must say the fact that she's from Ireland and came to America in adulthood offered me a fascinating view of my homeland, these United States. I've heard Maeve for years as a guest panelist on the NPR weekly news show Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, so I was familiar with her comedic voice before. But I'm happy to share that this collection is as funny as it is thought-provoking. She shares bad outings with rescue dogs, thoughts on Irish-American festivals, and even acknowledges the privilege she experiences as a white woman on a work visa from a Western European country, and how it has meant her experiences in this nation of immigrants and indigenous folk has been wildly different from those whose skin is a different color. It was also striking how her experiences and opinions were impacted by the 2016 election, and much of what she discussed then still applies now. But back to some positive thoughts. I like essay collections for the same reason I like short story anthologies. It's easier to find a stopping point. Not that this wasn't an enjoyable read, because it absolutely was, but since each chapter or essay is a self-contained story, there's not the pressure that can come with cliffhanger chapter endings that's common in so many novels. I requested that my public library buy a copy of this back when it came out a few years ago, and I was delighted when I finally got the email a few weeks ago saying that they had made the purchase and it was mine to borrow. Higgins had another book come out in 2022, and that will be going on my to-read list as well. So that's the story for now. I'm currently reading Radio Silence by Alice Oseman, and until next time, happy reading.